Hello there, Vitamizers. Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast brought to you by MSW Nutrition here in Austin, Texas. My name is Allison and your co-hosts for the show are John Mendoza at Nurse Doza on Instagram as well as Baldo Garza at Tex-Mex Yogi on Instagram. We had a special guest co-host today, our friend Jenna from Obsidian Yoga. Uh, she is in the office downstairs from the lounge where we record, so very excited to have her on here. And before I introduce our guest... This podcast is brought to you by MSW Nutrition. MSW Nutrition is a supplement line designed to help support your body in as many ways as possible, starting with the liver. By helping to repair liver health, you're supporting your body's biggest detox organ so that it can do its job taking care of the rest of you. We carry supplements to help with mood, stress, energy, weight loss, gut health, immunity, and much more. Any product carrying the MSW Nutrition label will be produced in an FDA-certified lab and contain the most bioavailable version of those nutrients possible. Make sure to check out our website at www.mswnutrition.com to see all the latest stacks to help you reach your health goals. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date with their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. We also have a brand new online workout community called Online Workout Badasses, where we have three donation-based Zoom workout classes a week and an amazing community of people who are all working to be healthier together. Please join below in the show notes. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more about Flabs to Fitness at www.flabstofitness.com. Our guest today is Brayden Alley. He is a personal trainer and mental health advocate and sometimes coach here in Austin, Texas, and we dove into his story today. Um, just about how he made a major change in his life, even moving to Austin a couple years ago, um, and how he integrates that story into how he helps his current clients. Really cool stuff. Um, dive into personal training, nutrition, mental uh, health, all that stuff, as well as some uh, microdosing. <laughs> so uh, here is Brayden Alley on the How Do You Health podcast. All right, guys, and welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. It's Friday, the 21st of August. It's our favorite time slot of the week, 9 a.m. We are going to be talking with Braden Alley. He's a health and wellness enthusiast. Uh, good friend of ours now. I mean, I think we met each other. It's been like a month, man. Has it been a Maybe a month and a half max, but it's... It hasn't no, been a we long... longer than that. Well, you came into a lunch and learn yeah, once before. No, I never went to a lunch and learn, man. Not yet. I always had to work. Or maybe it's because we followed each other at some yeah, like yeah, before yeah. we actually. Well, met. it's just like we've bonded so well that it yeah. seems like it was longer. It could that's be that that's too. very true. <laughs> um, but uh, we connected really quickly on all things from meditation to uh, microdosing to yeah, stretching yeah. to yoga to like I mean he's a personal trainer. Uh, but uh, we're gonna talk to him. We 
we've got Jenna here. She's visiting from downstairs as well, too. Hello, She's hello. taking the place of Allison. And then we got Nurse Dozen. I'm Tex McZilgi, so let's get the party started. Y'all were talking about what level of consciousness earlier? Mental well, we're going to be. Health. This episode's going to be about mental health in general, but yes, level of consciousness. Okay, consciousness. So let's, let's, get, let's, get, part of that. let's get into mental wellness. We yes. talk level of consciousness for. It, like it'll come yeah, into it'll come it. Into yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so why your journey into health and wellness with the mental wellness is like a big part of it? Yeah. Um, well, first, I want to give some kind of context of like where I came from originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Indiana. I've been here for three years, and it's been an amazing three years, you know, ups and downs, like everything. Um, but I definitely, I came from a pretty dark place, you know, moving here. I was trying to, kind of running away from some things. Yeah. Um, and just to, uh, we don't need to dive into, you know, where my head was at it. It's more like kind of the process of how I got out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was graduated from college, you know, I was living at home, working a manual labor job, you know, and I, you know, I was seeing my friends, you know, they seemed like they were killing the game, right? They, they, were, they were living in different cities, they're making, you know, more money than me, they're obviously out on their own, you know, and I'm having this perplex of, you know, what am I doing, you know, and me internally, you know, something I truly, you know, believe in is, you know, my capabilities. I know that I'm, and this doesn't come from a level of cockiness, but more that I know I'm capable of greatness. And I believe, you know, everyone's capable of greatness. But here I am, you know, living at home, not doing anything, you know, about my life. So, of course, all these negative emotions and negative thoughts just start flooding my system. You know, and thoughts of suicide, thoughts of, you know, really just not wanting to be here anymore you know and just to give you an example i would literally be driving down the highway and just be thinking of ways that you know for me to basically finish my life like and i could just turn the wheel real quick yeah man if i turn the wheel like boom hit the medium yeah you know it looked like an accident you know and because and it's almost like you also feel guilty i feel like super guilty you know not just for my own expectations but my family you know i've i and, and, and this comes like also start comparing my depression like I had a great family, super supportive. You know, I, I didn't have a bad life. I don't have any trauma. What's wrong with me? And then I have like the primal man in me, like, yo, suck it up. Like, this, sure. this step up to the plate. But like, I couldn't change the fact of where I was. I mean, I can, but like, yeah. in terms of like where my headspace was. Yeah. Sure. So, so, you know, the, the first step for me was, you know, changing, you know, we, we just talked about this right before. It's just it, my thinking. Yeah. You know, so I tried to like look for resources of positive energy, you know, from, E.T. the hip-hop preacher, you know, he's big on, you know, where your, where your focus goes, your energy flows, you know, and I wanted to be a freaking lion, so here, you know, he's pumping me up, gassing me up, um, you know, Dr. Daniel Amen, and like, you know, eliminating ants, you know, automatic negative emotions, he's a big neurologist, and just, I was just trying to change the information I was consuming, because what I was consuming at that point was TV shows, and food, and nothing that, and, and which was, you know, enhanced, or was uh, making my sleep even worse, so it was just, I was, just, I was going down a, a bad road, yep. and I had to find something to pick me up, um, and it was just the, the information I was consuming, you know, and then from there, I, I started working out again, started eating right, you know, and now my energy's starting to get better, and then next step, ooh, and now I found a new passion, you know, because at, at that time, I was lost, like, I graduated with a criminal justice major. I was. I wanted to be an FBI agent. I was working in a prison at a time. My next step was being a police officer, and then falling. And there's just a negative environment. And the, the reason I got there is because I didn't. I didn't know what I wanted in life. You know, and I was lost. And again, you know, that's what a lot of these Wait, emotions. Did you go are. from Indiana to here to Austin? Yep. 
Nice. Okay. Yep. But at that, I had, you know, quit, you know, that field and I got into health and fitness, got my training cert and then jumped here. Um, but the point of, you know, a lot of this is, you know, is changing the information you consume, you know, the media, the news out there, it's, it's very negative. It's a very negative outlook and your brain is constantly, you know, it's, it's collecting data, you know, and it, you may not think it or not, but it's constantly influencing, you know, the way you think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, well, it, it has to be that way because that's the way that they, you know, if, if any TV program is going to make money is from sponsors, right? And the Absolutely. only way you're going to be sponsors is if your eye is watching Absolutely. that thing. And the only way you're going to, like, actually stay home and watch that thing is if, you're f if you have fear, right? Because if you're happy, then it's like, sweet, I have freedom. I can go do anything, which means I'm not watching the TV, <laughs> which means that the sponsors don't get their money's worth. Absolutely. Right? So it has to be fear-based, which sucks, right? Because, like people come in all the time and they're like oh did you hear about this and it's like well no you can tell me about it because i don't i'd, I'd stop like i'm 100 percent not even watching it anymore. like i'm not paying attention to it. i figure if it's sporting enough i'll hear about it exactly somehow, right? I, I feel the same Once, way which is really all i really need to hear about it well and, and i'll hear the argument of like you're uninformed <laughs> no i'm informed on the things that i value and and yeah. you could argue yeah maybe there's some things I, I should know more about okay that's why you know i have you to teach me or you know things of that nature I don't. I don't think necessarily it's being uninformed, because uh, nowadays you have so many channels to get your information from. Yeah. That like your news is different than my news. Like the truth is, I social mean, social media can be news. Social media can be news, but then a word of mouth can be news. Like yeah. my friend can tell me, and like well, I the value thing about my friend's it is that it's You don't judgment. have to hear it twenty times. Like yeah. once is like informative enough. Well, if Absolutely. I hear one person in particular say something, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm tending to believe this person because like you know why would this person just come here and go out of their way to tell me this information right so it kind of spills over it's like what you talked about before you know when you have a negative outlook on life you're what you probably figure out now is that you don't like that that depression whatever you want to call it i don't like that term but whatever the mood disorder or whatever it is like it may or may not go away yeah. Right. No, I won't. I mean, right. Without action. Well, I right. think it's a symptom. It's having the tools to be able to get out of that. Right. And I, I think it's I symptomatic. Think I think it's a symptom that you can either let carry more. Because look, I used to, I used to battle depression pretty heavily. Like, yeah. And I, and I talked very loud about it when once I figured out that there was a thing that I needed to deal with. I was like, well, the way I can deal with it is by putting it out there because that's there. that's that's the easiest. But like, I remember like being in a depressed state. And see, that's the part where I don't know everybody gets it, right? Because some people will just throw out, like, oh, I'm depressed. It's like, oh, you I don't know. It's not the same because when I've experienced depression, and this is probably... You just have a carb overload. <laughs> what, yeah. But yeah. it's like, but yeah. it's correct, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. depressed. <laughs> like, I'm going to get fat. Like, no, it's, it's like funny. you're feeling bad. You want to kill yourself. And you want to make... You want that feeling to get worse because that almost feels better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, that, I don't... Because it's once you're out of it, you're just like, what the fuck was that? Like, well, we we, that, we that's like not to punish ourselves for yeah. for whatever reason. Self-sabotage, you know, it's very, very common. I think people like to be comfortable in suffering. They get used to it. So, well, it's definitely so it's conditioning? Yeah, so having, you know, the will to say, I need to make change, that makes people uncomfortable. So, uh, yes. you know what I mean? So it's not until they're like, I'm realizing I'm comfortable in this pain and there's something that I need to do yeah. to create well, action. And I think that comes back to just the feeling of loss and not having purpose or a passion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's where I was kind of going next with the, you know, the training because it, it changed my complete outlook. And I'm like, boom, I, if this is impacting the way I'm thinking and the way I'm feeling every day, 
this is gonna be the same thing for everyone. It has to be. This, this yeah. is the way it is. Yeah. We're all the same because it's still a chemical reaction, right? Absolutely. You can get addicted to any chemical. Absolutely. Which, uh, the the thing about depression is that it's easy to just like lull and not ha- like if you're not doing anything, it's easy to like oh that's an easy thing to access. For sure. That's an easy chemical to access by not doing anything. Yeah. But isn't it <laughs> an easy emotion to easily access? Because if you talk about neuroplasticity and train your brain. Essentially, it's a routine, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I get used to this type of feeling all the time. And what you've experienced is like, I know you could talk like there's de- le- depths, oh, there's right? Depth. But like it's more of I'm just used to this. So like in my daily routine, I function this way. So that's what my body is accustomed to, right? Imagine when somebody does a detox and you do like a change, right? Like what was For the, the process? First time. Yeah. What was the process that you had to do to actually go through to like realize like oh wow like there's a positive aspect on life now like I'm I'm getting more out of this I'm enjoying this more like what what was that I mean, what was that time frame like like when you actually transformed into the health and wellness uh, section and realized oh shit things can get better yeah I mean I feel like it happened quick because I mean we're we're a brain it, it picks up things fast we're, yeah. we're really fast learners and we don't if you do something consistently. Like, even for a week, you'll be amazed just how your different outlook. And even, like, just a nutrition plan for a week, you'll be amazed on how well you feel. But most people can't even get that that far along because their conditioning is so a part of them that they can't get past, you know, that that late-night snack or that, you know, staying up too late watching a TV show type thing. So it's just like a revolving door, right? They may have a progress for a couple, two to three days, and then they go backwards again. But for me, I felt like it – and I'm still not like 100% where I want to be. So sure. like there's, but it's. I think it's back to like having the tools to know how to get yourself up. Yeah. Um. So what was the change? Like what what took it? Like well, what was the final like straw? Well, I, I don't think there's a final straw. You know, or, 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 or oh, you. rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the realization that I'm sleeping at my parents' house and doing a manual labor job when I have way more expectations for myself, and it, you know, it, I I can't give you a single moment you know and maybe it was et the hip-hop preacher man like i i don't know i don't know for sure it was just more just the overall realization that i can be better yeah you know and then and then i just went so that's well, the whole idea right like you can't really appreciate the light until you've until been in the darkness right? absolutely yeah I, I believe everyone has to hit rock bottom it's unfortunate but i think someone to have perspective um of what it feels like but also to you know understand you know what's gonna happen if it, like you don't want to go back there again to give you yeah. well you know. th- th- that's like my my big question like Shane's the last person I asked him because he also does performance like uh, coaching and I was like how do you get someone to <coughs> have like a big growth in life without having to experience hardship like a hardship yeah you know like how do you how do you create that right like how do you because then you we talked about Jordan the other day, right? It was like, how did like did he have to have like did he break all his legs one day? He's like, I'm never, I'm now I'm just gonna be the best yeah, because yeah, yeah. I never want to like I don't know like that's what I'm saying like how did cause I, I'm sure it can happen, right? I think that whenever we talked about microdoses and all that, that there's neuroplasticity that could probably happen without you having to experience something completely negative in order to want to function at a different level. Yeah. Well, every everyone has a motivational factor right like it's kind of weird in science there's things called intrinsic factors they're in your stomach they help b12 absorb right it helps you break down stuff but you have to have these cofactors that go along with what your intention is right like if the, like the biggest travesty in, travesty in life would be that you don't find a purpose right i think that's that's things that most people might want to 
search for their entire life and then they find it maybe they're like alright this is what I was intended to do but I've also looked at the idea like I don't know if uh, if everyone has necessarily a purpose but maybe a role right it's what comes down to your own personal intent like if you say I want to get more out of life then say okay then you must not be happy with your current situation Absolutely. right and I think that's what I heard I mean the truth is I did the same thing like yeah. probably that's how it is. Gosh, got like ten, yeah, <laughs> this is like ten years ago. This is how this all it's got started. Yeah, yeah, it's ten years, and then four years later is when it finally like, now I'm gonna actually be able to like, make the change and make the difference. And then it's like, all right, cool, like it's happening, right? But it doesn't like that's why I asked you the time frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's funny because you said you're it's still happening. You're still happening, right? Like I say, right? Like that's I say, right? Because but it but it's a crazy the the moment that you wake up and you have this clarity, the so-called like, wow there's more to it than this yeah. i think it's it's an eye opener in a positive way because it it realizes you have so much potential right i always tell people like you want to know what life is really like like look up at the stars like look up at the stars and realize like we're a tiny little dot Space, on man. someone's fingernail somewhere else in a galaxy far far away filled up with many galaxies and it's crazy to think we're like the only life force out there right? and that's only yeah. this dimension and that's only this dimension we I mean we talk about reaching into another dimension past lives you know reincarnating yeah like I mean it's, <laughs> it's incredible how how narrow-minded we get with our things but the truth is it's in our head right what you're telling me is literally you said I don't like my situation it's all in my head I can change my thinking and I can rise above this would it be possible, so rather than looking up at the stars and feeling insignificant, when you're looking at the stars, you're feeling separate from? Well, right? I think that that's the root, right? Like, So how do you the, connect? The idea that we're separate. Yeah, but then how do you... As opposed to like we're all just one same thing. Connecting with that yeah. is just, it makes me feel even more magnificent, much more Greater. powerful. Yeah. Why? Because you can understand that? That I, that I can look up and know that I am the stars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to know that is, I mean... That you can make a connection even when you yeah. don't seem connected. Um, that's actually a really good point. Um, I think that there is something deep inside of you that knows that. Have you ever been told something and you're like, I knew that? Yeah. But up until you're able to... You kind of intuitively knew it, but yeah. you didn't right. actually... Right, you didn't access it. Like, it yet. makes sense, but it's like, I never really thought it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I made a post recently about what I think grace means to me. Mm -hmm. Like the, you know, and, and for me, it's like the, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Like to me, it's just the fact, like as you understand the universe and how it's always expanding and how it's just a bunch of energy growing, but a lot of it is just Magnets. empty space. Like just, you know, between here and the next star, even between here and the moon, there's millions of miles, mm -hmm. right? So like, and there's just like, nothing right like other than just dark energy just listen to joe this morning <laughs> and so for me like that's what grace is the fact that like out of all this space in the universe that continues to expand and there's just more nothingness coming out like that i get to experience something anything like yeah, pain yeah, yeah. like love uh, you know excitement depression like the fact that I can experience anything and be aware of that, that to me is grace. It right? makes because you grateful too. Yeah, and so then it's just like everything else is like, well, well, I can just fucking do whatever I want because like even if it's a horrible experience, it's still better than like nothing. nothing. Exactly. Right? And so that that to me is what grace well, is. Well, and then it's the action, you know, putting, yeah. doing, like if you're just, you're in that, you know, dark place and you're doing nothing about it besides just thinking about it, you know, it's not going to change. It's simple as that. Yeah. You know, and action even if it is in the wrong direction, at least you learn from it and you can adjust accordingly. But doing, again, sitting in, you know, 
that stagnant space is you're never going to change. Correct. Um, and something else, you know, just with health and fitness is what I love about it. You know, I think something that's powerful is, you know, keeping the promises to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think over time that allows us to gain more credibility and, you know, just overall love for ourselves and our and ha- how we, you know, put ourselves out there. I think health and fitness is a great way to start with that because it's something that you can follow something consistent, whether it's, an, again, a nutrition plan or workout plan and gain that credibility. Yep. And I know you guys are a believer, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if we're doing it in this space, you know, that's going to start trickling over to other spaces, whether, you know, your business or your relationships or, you know, things of that nature. Well, I, th- I think it's good to have that mentality mm-hmm. and what you're taking is you're applying it and you're, you're almost projecting it towards others because I think this is why coaching is always going to be around. It's been around for forever right i mean dale carnegie is a coach yep. right like that's how you look at it it's mentorships right? it's mentorships yeah. and that's what i look at like apprenticeships like you you look at wisdom and knowledge and tools thought coach. a thought coach just tell me a different way to think about it because it's not working so yeah i yep. want constructive constructive well, uh, what's constructive con- uh, mm-hmm. criticism for most people it's defensiveness yeah. i don't like hearing that it's not that i'm not doing the right thing mm-hmm. it sucks you ever like been told you're doing it wrong well, you know, and I, I agree, and but something I'm trying to, like, illustrate to people, too, like, even, like, one of my best friends is, like, when I question or, like, come at you a certain way, it's not at a place of criticism, it's at a place of, I want to understand how you got there. I want to understand your thought process that created this perspective or this decision-making for you, yep. and just offer you a different one. I mean, not, not that mine's better or yours is better, just to, so you have different sides of the story, not just one, you know, side that you've, you, know, you developed on sure. your own. Let me ask you this now. In going with that process, what what is your initial approach towards it, right? Like, do you – because I imagine, like, to get someone's attention, you have yeah, to man. grab their attention in a way that, like, okay, I got you now. So that's a good question, and I'm still figuring that one out. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, it, 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 like you just said, no one wants to be criticized, so people start to put their guards up, you know. Um, so – I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. I, well, it's interesting because, like, in business, you will get personal feedback. Just be truthful. You know? it's, it's, be, I think that's truthful, it, right? Yeah. Be, tr- be truthful and be open to the idea of receiving this message because Absolutely. I think it goes back to what I was going to ask you a while ago. Your journey. Are you grateful for it? Absolutely. Why? Because it's mine. I created it. Right. I'm the owner of it. Right. It's your path. Yeah. I used to always question my path when I was starting off and it was the what ifs and I could have and I hated that because I questioned it it three months ago yes (laughs) I hate that because it's a feeling of I did it wrong I want to go back I want to back up this path seven years go by and all of a sudden you're like shit I'm in further than what I should have been well that gets back to the point earlier man of you know you can't well, okay, let's take the next step and talk about meditation. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like once people can get this into their life, that type of thinking tends to go away. Yeah. You know, and something, you know, and this isn't just Because it stops mattering as much. Starts, yeah, you, your stress goes down, and you're not just so focused on these past mistakes and past emotions. Because, again, like, you know, your brain's the, the supercomputer. So any negative thought or act in your life... Now we go and do something similar in our future. Now that old negative emotion is, you know, influencing our thinking. Yeah. So, right, so meditation, and this is, you know, Joe just knows this is, you know, what he explains, yeah. Um, so meditation allows you to, you know, deload all that and be present and magically doing that over time, like I swear, like this, your whole, your thinking, your outlook just becomes a lot simpler. 
you know, and you're more focused. Yep. And, and, you know, I, I do not, like, I used to have a lot of stress. I used to get really bad sleep. I, I, things don't really stress me out besides bugs. But other than that, things do not stress me out. Bugs and stress you out? Yeah, man, I hate bugs. Which, <laughs> one, which is the worst? All of them, man. All of them? All of them. <laughs> the like flies, co- cockroaches? Flies, cockroaches. Flies are the worst. Spiders? I, I'm petrified of spiders, but they're you know they're chill. You don't really see them. <laughs> they don't jump at you, right? Yeah, I mean, there's ones that do, but that's, I mean, I have to go to Amazon for that. Which, we're, will which we by there? the way, we're going to an Amazon side retreat. Note, yeah, yeah, side note, as a side yeah. plug right now. <laughs> how uh, do you health how wellness do you, retreat? It's going to be happening in, at the end, end of, of April. April. Beginning of May, May, two thousand thirty-one to May twenty uh, to May. 8th. Oh, so you got you guys got dates? And yes. Oh, yes. So Amazon Rainforest, how do you health? First official trip going down there. Uh, we will have more information coming here soon, but uh, pay attention to we, the uh, links. We finalized dates yesterday. Yeah, it's nice. so, uh, exciting. Yeah, we have so itinerary now, so <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's happening. So, it's so uh, going back to the whole meditation but, deal. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, I I do believe that every person I've ever talked to who is successful. Uh, does meditate and the cool thing is I've asked because like when you're starting up again you you kind of like all right I really haven't figured it out so like what is it like you seem to have it together like what do you do like you know like what is your routine like like you know if you're smart you ask smarter questions right not more like because I mean there's this video kind of floating around of uh I love Wolf of Wall Street I just think Scorsese's great and of course you know Leo's awesome so there's a there's a scene that Jonah Hill goes up to uh Leo and he goes how much money do you make yeah. And he's like, I don't know, 72000 a month. He's like, for real, like, I will quit my job right now <laughs> yeah, 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 if you yeah, prove yeah. to me that's how much you make. So he pulls out a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Literally goes up and goes to a pay call it's and says, scene. yeah, I'm done. It's like, I'm, yeah, so. In his ugly sweater. In his ugly sweater. He's <laughs> like, I will work for you right now. To me, that's kind of like, that's cool. Regardless of, you know, it's extreme, but it's like. Well, his credibility, right? Right. Too, it's like you are doing deal. something, right? Because yeah. if that's what your intent is, it's like, I want to be rich. Yeah. It's like, you can be rich. That's one thing I, I learned a long time ago. It's like. Imagine if you're if you're a millionaire or you're rich, you would would you tell yourself like I don't deserve to be rich like before you became rich? You would never tell no. yourself you that. Wouldn't, you, you won't get rich. Yeah, you won't get you rich. Won't. Yeah. So that's just well, so back to your focus goes type of thing. You right. Know? You're that's your mindset. So a, a meditation is a way to change your mindset. That's how I look at it's it. It's a now. tool. It's a tool, right? Because if you can't figure out how to change the fact that the pandemic's going on, yeah. Then I just say, okay, I'm going to change my world inside of me. And then what I'm just going to say is, okay, I don't know how to start. So meditation mantras. I believe today is a great day. I believe today is a great day. Today is a great affirmation. Yeah, what is the starting process? Because that's the challenge for most people is, you know, we can't stay still for even five minutes. And the thoughts just go everywhere. I think think that the idea is that you make it a minute. Like you make it one minute every day. At some point you're just like, you know what, I'm doing two minutes. Like it doesn't even have to be like, a week from now, I'm gonna start doing two minutes. It'll just naturally happen. Like yeah. you're just gonna want to do two minutes or three minutes or five minutes. At some point, you're just gonna like, oh shit. Yeah, because like, yeah, how have you started? Yeah. Well, I mean, for what me, you yeah, yeah. So yeah, me starting, I I was I was up and down. You know, probably like when most people, it, you know, it was hard for me to sit still. My thoughts would go everywhere. But that's like that's that's what's it's allowed. And some meditation I know before. I don't want to say before. I don't know when, but some is kind of putting out bad information that. You have to be laser focused the whole time. Because yeah. I know when I would talk to people about meditation, it's like, I just I can't sit still. It's yep. like, that's okay. Like, or I can't, like, my mind is going everywhere. That's okay. But having that self awareness is a part of the meditation, too. Yeah. So you can go back to being the present. Well, it's like people will say, like, I'm not good at meditation, right? Or, like, what I'm do you not, mean by I'm that? Not, I'm <laughs> not good at yoga, right? It's like, I don't, I don't go to yoga because I'm not good at it. 
And it's like, well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that well, doesn't make any sense. But, but it's yeah. the thing. It's like, all, all, you know, there's another side to it. Like, all hard things, or all good things are hard. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really is truly powerful when it's worth the time to try to figure yeah. it out. Um, and just, you the, know. The best way I like to explain uh, meditation for me, it's like, it's like my time to calibrate. Because it's the time that I get to recognize my negative thoughts, that I get to recognize those patterns, those those thoughts that are patterns. I can recognize like where I want to be. Awareness. So that way, whenever I'm moving throughout the day, and and my my energy flow mm. is different, then I recognize it quickly and I can come come back to it. But I can't do that if I just like get up and go because then I don't recognize where my energy is, and then it, it, it's all over the place throughout the day then i'm never going to be able to recognize well it. and that leads a point to why people should be doing this more is because their their energy is all over the place Correct. you know and so and they aren't able to put forth what they what they probably ideally would like to um into the world you know with their relationships and their work effort you know and you know it's hard to progress in life too when you can't focus on the things that you want yeah you know, and you have to take the time to sometimes go backwards so you can go forward a lot more. Yeah. I look at um, meditation uh, in some way to make it easier for people who are just getting into the practice, much like running. Yeah. Have you ever started running and you see a, a stoplight or a pole and you're like, I'm just going to run to there and uh, then you yeah, get yeah. there. And then you're like, well, I can actually, I can go this further. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I do. Uh, that's how I've really gotten myself to train my brain to sit is I'll, I'll breathe and I'll breathe pretty um, fully and deliberately up to five. I'll give myself five full rounds of breath. And then by the time I get to five, I'm like, I could totally do 10. That makes a good point. Yeah. And uh, then I, I, by the end of it, it's been 10 minutes and I've kind of almost lost my count. And you're, and you're in. It captures you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes you a good drop. point. Yeah. That's the step. Take Focus on your breath yeah. first. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And my yeah. my affirmations, which we have up here all the time, is uh, every morning I have a misstatement. It's like I'm the master of my thoughts, right? Yep. But that also helps me recognize that I'm not my thoughts. I have millions of thoughts. So I'm not, I'm not any of those. No I get to choose which ones I can do. Uh, I am the captain of my energy, but I can't do that if I don't recognize where my energy is, right? Like I can't be the captain of my energy and influence where it's being dispersed sure. if I don't first sit down to recognize where it is and how it's flowing. And then, uh, and then because of that, I can create anything I set my mind to, right? And so that's those are my three affirmations. And then after that is like a, I'm love, like oh, I am doing this, or like I. There's plenty of other affirmations that come from, it, but those are the three foundational for my affirmations in the morning. I love it. And, uh, but it, but yeah, it just goes back to like I ha just have to sit down and practice. That does saying those three things takes less than a minute, thirty mm -hmm. seconds. That's yeah. That's the thing is I don't have time. You know, yeah. it, it, you do. <laughs> and honestly, like you would have even more time in your day if you were doing these things too, because you're just operating at a yeah. higher level. The more time you don't have, the more you need meditation. Yeah, exactly. The thing about it is that time is infinite, and I can get into yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, thing. That's a whole nother <laughs> 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 uh, There's like so much time. It's not even funny. Like there's a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no truth to the whole like I don't have enough hours in the day. No, like it's yeah. just it's very linear if you think about it that way, and it's just not that's not the way the universe works. Yeah. So it's what beautiful. you don't think in minutes or what? I'm trying not to. I'm, there's still some connections in there, but it's like not age, like that's gonna be the next thing. Like you don't believe in a birth date. I don't believe in. I'm letting I'm letting that go too. It's like the process of becoming no one, so that way you can become anyone. Age is a limiting belief. 
It is. Yeah, right? <clears throat> it is. It really is. People, I mean, people use it as a limiting belief. So because you automatically I'm getting too old to do this. Or, and just accept, you know, what what's perceived as societal norms. I look at it as a stack. Like, what if, like, you just mark a bar for when you're growing, like, t a height? And it's like, well, I just add a year. Boom, another bar. How many can I stack up? Hmm. That be It's Jenga. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Your life is Jenga. And chapters. Whatever. Chapters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you can line it up, right, so it doesn't come tumbling down. Because if you stack it up and it's nice and even, you can stack up a lot higher amount of years. So I do want to live to 100. I want to live past 100. I want to live to 120. I don't want to die. I Dude, mean, that's how I look at it because I won't. 300. I think we can do it. 300? I read uh, this Chinese guy, uh, 250. At, at, at well, possibly. They said it was longer, actually. But what you're saying is the reason why I, age is a limiting belief to me is because I know and cause we keep learning more and more things on how to make ourselves even younger. Yeah. Right? And I know there's going to be more and more things another five years from now, another ten years from now. I'm, I'm going backwards in my metabolic age. I'm not yeah. going forward. Oh, Benjamin Button For style. Sure. Right? I love it, man. For sure. I think 27 was the last time I did my internal age. I'm early 30s. I'm probably 23, baby. If I can get the sugar and insulin thing under control, then I'm going to stay young forever. I mean, that's because internally, if you can regenerate over time, I look at just saying like you focus on your mitochondria. Look, if you remove sugar, you're going to live longer. That's one thing. For I sure. get that. But, but you need some sugar. You need some sugar. But, it, but er, things already have it. But, but the problem is, is that your body was designed for it. Sure, but they, but, yeah, but everything but already has levels. It. <laughs> right. But the thing it goes deeper than that. On a cellular level, you are designed three different ways to break it down. So you have macros like proteins, fats, and carbs. But then within your carbs, you have three different mechanisms in order to pull ATP or energy from yeah. it. So you have like basically two forms. Because even fat turns into sugar. Yeah. yeah, even fat turns into sugar. I mean, insulin regulates sugar and fat. I mean, that's the thing. But even protein can turn into sugar too. So it's basically like insulin regulates any of your macros. Really, it comes down to. But in your cells. You have two ways to do uh, sugar breakdown, and then you have a ATP <laughs> uh, breakdown as well from uh, your mitochondria. So your mitochondria produces the most ATP out of everything, and so that's why your mitochondria should be heavily emphasized if you're looking at longevity. So what you've probably learned even by hanging out with us in the past couple months and your research as well at home, mitochondria is everything, oh right? Yeah, 100%. By the way, mitochondria is coming out soon. It's on its way for the first shipment. It'll be up well, online pretty soon. It makes a point that not all bacteria <laughs> is bad, too. Yeah, I agree you with know, that. Especially in the day right now with coronavirus, people are scared of all these you know, germs and things of that so nature. So my gym is spraying, and they give you a bottle of all of those you know fun chemicals that you do to wipe down. Yeah. And there was a guy with a canteen and a spray after the end of the day that just... <laughs> I haven't seen him the first thing in the morning, but I went up to him one time because I know the guy. I was like, hey, so how bad is this like <laughs> formula that y'all have? He goes, it's the best one we've Kills found. everything. <laughs> yeah. But then the morning before, I read an article about uh, it building bacterial resistance mm -hmm. in our bodies. Um, you, we need germs. Yeah. yeah. 100%. We need germs because 100%. we take those germs in and – we take them in, we storm in our oh, bodies, and then everywhere I can. that's your immune it's system. It's like a Rolodex. It's a natural vaccine. Yes, I'm a if believer. I, in I sweep up germs. It's a natural vaccine. You know, this Dude, is, I used to this eat is fucking mud kind of pies. You know, like, and well, I can. This, is, this is a side note. Just, I'd, I'd be interested <laughs> to see how many homeless people have 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 died from coronavirus. Um, I don't. That would do. They even have those numbers? Which you can. Well, they, they don't. They don't. Like, I, don't know. Saying, I know. I know. I know. I know. They, they do have very weak immune systems because a large amount of them drugs. Have, are in drugs and, and sure. heavy drug users. And, and they already are sick in the first place. Like, you know, 
I, I think that I get what you're saying. My point being, but is, is, is it corona-related? Exposure. But is it corona-related? Who knows? Yeah, because yeah, who yeah. knows how many of those hospital deaths are really corona-related? Well, I, I, I know there's some people, and, you know, I respect their decision that still have not left their homes since, sure. you know, March. You know, but... And so, to me, those are the most dangerous, right? Because the moment that they do decide to go out, yeah. they're getting sick. 100%. Yeah, I agree. So, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and uh, a buddy of ours got sick with corona, I think about three months ago. And he was already kind of on the heftier side. He's like 6'2", probably about 250. And um, now he's like closer to 300, like three months later, post-COVID. This is him getting COVID. Wow. And now he's getting heavier, eating fast food all day, sitting at home. more fast cells you have. And I have, we have another friend that's doing the same thing as well. And what's fascinating about it is they got COVID, and then there was no follow-up. Like, I can't imagine the doctor that talked to him said, hey, guess what? You have to take care of yourself even more now that you have this thing living in you because we don't know what it's what it's going to look like later. I mean, I was reading a report, uh, <laughs> the things that somehow still get slipped into my, my, my DMs. Uh, one of them was talking about that, yeah, I think like it's a combination of like three different strains, one of them being HIV. So if you have a derivative of HIV in there, uh, it gets really interesting because <laughs> like you don't – you have like three or four possible combinations of what this thing could mutate into and then it can mutate into all kinds of things because like strains the whole thing is to survive right that's a mess and so <laughs> when you have like natural germs that you acquire your body has a rolodex in your mind of how to like respond to it the problem is, is that if it's something that's mutated think like aspartame and the equivalence of sugar the body is like i don't know what to do with this thing what do i do with it where do i store it right so the problem is is that you have processed ingredients on top of that that's very inflammatory to the body, just like negative thoughts. Think of thoughts as, like negative thoughts as processed thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Because they're all technically processed, but it's a, it's processed in a negative way. It's if all I bad eat, stress. Yeah. yeah. If I eat gluten-free brownies, there's how processed are they? They're probably worse than like the regular like gluten brownies, right? Because it's like three or four extra ingredients just to make yeah, it. Just to make mm -hmm. up for the yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I look it's low at low fat. Yeah. Just, <laughs> All that, so that's where do you get that from? That it's good. You go back uh, to the commercials, right? The commercials told me cow. it's good. Back to what the information you're consuming. Right, so it's what like, the, it's uh, your environment, your product, your environment. Well, and that's what I kind of want to. I'm glad you said that. Um, you know, and something else that I did was completely change my environment. You know, I moved across the country, Indiana to here. Didn't have a freaking job yet. I just I believed in you know where I was going. You know, I mean, it was funny. You know, I was you know during that time I had you know terrible sleep. My very first night here. I kid you not, like, I had the best sleep in my entire life. It was just like destiny was, like, telling me, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. You know, and then the second part of changing your environment is surrounding yourself. You know, everyone, you know, you're – you hear this all the time, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, and being here, you know, and coming from a small town in Indiana and being here with a lot of closed-minded, you know, individuals. Sure. So being here with a lot of open-mindedness and people, you know, you know, not just my age, but everyone just very like-minded, like, brought life to me. And, and kind of picked me up and, you know, gave me the energy I needed to, to continue, you know, and, you know, just exactly what you're saying is, like, if you're in a space, you know, that you're, that is producing a lot of the negative emotions in you, don't be scared to, to jump ship, or don't be scared to experience, you know, something new, or don't be, don't be scared to jump to a different city, don't be scared to say bye to a friend that is not supportive of you, you yeah. know, and things Come like that. Come to Austin. 
Come to Austin. It's the place to be. It's come the to the lounge. Paradise. Come hang out. Come to the MSW lounge. The IVs. Come to yoga downstairs. Yes. Yeah, we throw. We Train throw, with me. We threw raves at the lake. Just come to Austin. Austin's changed so many lives. So it's, many. It's it's made me reborn I again. Swear. Honestly, like it's. I, I, it makes me grateful, even more grateful every single day. You know, even without meditation. Yeah. Like, like honestly, so uh, Dugsom Hill, which is by Auditorium Shores. Okay. Uh, it's probably my favorite spot in Austin, and I go up there when I run. I may manage to go run up. It's a big little. It's a hill, right? So it's like a little mountain up there, right? And go up to the very top, and there's like a stone uh, mix of the state of Texas. And it has like all the cities in there and everything, and it's a circle, almost like a labyrinth. And you see the skyline up at the top. It's like the highest point right there, outside of like you know anything around the city. Right, yeah. And uh, I meditate there, mm. but what my meditation is just gratefulness. Yeah. What I'll do is uh, I stick my arms out, and I take the city in. Like I basically reach out and take the skyline in, and I bring it into my chest. And to me, it's so I know just. I grew up here. I, I think tattoo. Austin's the world. You I really do. I just I see tattoo, it. Dude. Yeah. Right, just the skyline. Yeah. I'd have to keep adding to it every or time. Or just you. Or just you <laughs> like this. Just I accepting. have to put a crane up here. <laughs> yeah. Because like, hey, can you yeah. erase the crane? It's over here now. We're done now with that. Yeah, like add on to it. Now. <laughs> Your whole entire body. Yeah. May I add to the gratitude meditation practice? Um, one thing to make it really whole and what's um, helped turn my life around is. You know, gratitude is a very external experience. I am grateful for us sitting here together. I am grateful for uh, my Slenderella. Hell yeah. Cheers. <laughs> also buy MSW Nutrition. <laughs> Come and get one. Very cheap. <laughs> First one's free. Yeah. There you go. And um, it was brought to my attention that what happens is we forget about appreciation and we don't take that energy inward. You know, as I'm sitting here and um, enjoying the beautiful skyline, you know, the air that is brushing against my skin and the smell in the air, I also want to consider what I appreciate about myself in this moment to be able to have the full, whole experience of appreciating your external, but also validating the internal of the things that you think that make you you and that make you feel appreciative for. Yeah. Um, well, it starts with yourself. It does, and that has really helped me really look outside and, and, and feel like I have something to say. It's given me a confidence that I appreciate that, yeah, and I'm sure if I appreciate that, more people will too. And so the more mm. that I know myself, the more I can empower other. I love that. Same. And I, 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 I think to lead on that, respect yourself in a way that you are you and don't apologize for you being you right right um point example we were hanging out last night with some people and this guy just came in and just bombarded the whole situation with you know his conversation his questioning you know just went deep into it and you could tell that one guy i mean he just kind of got thrown off guard but he was answering and conversing with him but you could probably tell he's like this guy's a bit much i'm getting but he was in it like he like the guy would say something and he would talk and he was conversing and afterwards we kind of chuckled and laughed because we knew what, what was going on but it was just interesting because like that one guy knew he he might not know oh he, he could tell that he, he could, was being a little obnoxious yeah but he didn't ca- but he didn't care 
And after a while, we, yeah, he's been authentic. After a while, we all accepted it in the room that this is just who he is, mm. right? It's not like we got like it's, I was watching. I was like, I wonder how long this guy's gonna take it in be, the conversation be and before he gets up ball. and leaves. Because it right, wasn't that's offensive. What it was. Unf- that's right. That's exactly what that's it is. My it goal. wasn't offensive. No yeah. Yes, man. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just take, you just yeah. sit there because he would he was so laid back in his chair that even when he was talking, he was just like just. Yeah, whatever. He even looks up on his phone. He's like, yeah, and he just to validate what he just said. He's like, oh yeah, blah blah. So okay, cool. And even when the guy left, he's like, all right, man, see you later. Didn't get up, nothing. And I was like, there's nothing this That's guy. Simple could, but powerful. There's yeah. nothing that you could have said to this guy where he'd be like, whatever, dude, come at me, bro. I'm hanging out on the couch, man. Have a good time. Yeah, just doing me. Man. Yeah, let's, let's prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but it just he just kept saying like. Sorry to interrupt you, but like, <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, okay, it's, it's not okay. At this point, man. <laughs> but the guy stayed there for a few minutes. Yeah. Like, he didn't just get up and leave because that was what I was wondering. He How did, long is he, he going to stay before he leaves? He did also start the whole day, the whole situation there by saying, like, this is my only social time. So, like, he's just getting <laughs> it all out. So, it's fine. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I, it was actually very entertaining. But it, pre- it makes me appreciate that in the intuitiveness that all of us have this innate ability to adapt in ways that we don't even know we're possible of doing like uh scary situation what do you do when you have uh we have something go awry you're not planning for right i've had that same thought with you driving like Mm -hmm. i had that same thought uh after i stopped drinking there were times i'd be driving i'm like i mean could i just boom i mean the truth is like i still kind of have those thoughts yeah like because i would kind of like what would it be like Right, yeah, just yeah. like oh, you saw what you kind of want to know. I think it's because a lot of times. Coming back to that rock bottom perspective. Well, like I think I think it's me now. It's a different kind of mentality that I I know that with my depression and I hate that term because it's just I know it's low. Mood disorder. It's low B six, low B nine, and I have yeah. a methylation issue. Like so, I don't make enough serotonin, dopamine. That's just what normally happens. But like, if I do have enough, but why is that happening? But that's how I function. That's my genes. But that's a uh, but it. But because of that, it, it's created a mental, like a synapsis pattern. Yeah. Well, so that never goes away. So that's what I was going to say. This past weekend, I had like glimpses of like a depressive thought, but it was just, it was literally just that. It wasn't like me getting lost in that thought, wanting it to get worse and worse and worse. It's just there. That's what people need to it's understand that yeah. is the it, it difference between it, that thought just, you know, being a part of you versus, you know, getting lost and running with that. Correct. Right, right like you're going to have that because that pattern still exists. It's just more like, oh, it's just a pattern that, I, that does not serve me anymore. 100%. And then you step away. Right. It's an atta- attachment. You detach. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what you're trying to do is like if you've plugged into this one emotion, you tried to unplug from it and say, well, I'm going to plug into this emotion. It's like one of those old school switchboards. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's kind of what it is. The computer, yeah. Right. It goes back to whatever your Rolodex in your brain says like, all right, sad. What is sad? Sad might be you think about your puppy that died. Right. Sad could be like, man, I'm really sad that I lost my good friend. In this tragic <laughs> incident, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, like, that's don't that's what I, ha- I know. <laughs> I know. I had the and worst then, image in my head. That was. Awful. I know. But see, and it touches everyone oh differently. And it that touches was, everyone that differently. Was so hard. John right? doesn't like dogs. I, it's not that I don't like dogs. It's just I get dogs. I'm just like. I mean, you want You you gave a good example of sadness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. like you get it. To me, like it would be tragic if it was a kid. Right, like yeah, that yeah, to yeah. me. Everyone, but everyone has fur babies, so like yeah. I get like the the oh, vet man. during this whole pandemic. The vet's been killing it. Killing They've it. They've been killing oh it. Like I, here, watch it. I see this everywhere. Three or four dogs every morning is going. I'm there. telling you, we need to come out with a vet. Like we I need swear. to come out with a fucking dog line. Why don't vitamins. you give people IVs while they're waiting in the car? Ooh, they're out not there. really ever just waiting. Though. Yes, they. Oh, I. Well, I'm downstairs, so I I get a 
great view of them. They're just sitting there for about 30 minutes. Hey, I'll give you commission. Just go that sell it to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, true. You know, knock on their do on their door, on their window. Ivy's why you wait. Ivy's why you wait. Hey, do you want a 30-minute yoga Well, you just buy one practice? of these little things that sits on the window with the fucking Well, give thing them their, their first uh, free vitamin drink. Why have it taken us so long to figure that out? That's a great you idea. You just needed me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, true, that's true. We used to have uh, we used to have what's her name send us over uh, send us people over yeah. all the time, and then that stopped. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Okay, we got to. Well, go. well, let's talk about this. I mean, that's later. A, that's a sidebar later. Yeah. That's yeah. a sidebar. I'll definitely I like that. see being around the right people. We bring out good 100%, ideas, right? Hundred percent. I think I going back to you know the. People better than you too. You know? I think that's what it comes down to. You came to Austin and you learned from a bunch of people who are successful. You probably want to be in their position. You say, "All right, I'm a, I'm just going to listen. I'm going to read. I'm going to take it all in." And that's what I did when I, when I would go and I'd go to all kinds of different settings. A lot of times I would just sit and just listen because I, my confidence wasn't there to speak up. There's no way yeah. I'd come in and yeah. talk about this stuff to like people 10 years ago. There's no way the conversations I had were very different. It was weird because I was trying to present myself to others and trying, trying to, to I, was trying, I was trying to explain myself to others and I didn't like who I was really yeah so how in the hell would anyone like me how yeah, would I do yeah, well yeah. in business if yeah. I'm like I don't even like where I'm at yeah and so eventually it's weird like your elevator pitch becomes your your passion your ideas your you like why you get up in the morning right because they always say tell me your story yeah, right. It's a, what's his product? Okay, tell me why. How did you come questions. up with it? I love it, and that's why I told Baldos we just slap a sticker of me and him on the back of our products, right? Just say this is our story. We yeah. came from here, we got together, and said we can't do this alone. We can do this together, and all of a sudden, you know, you start yeah, creating. Are. Here we are. You work with someone that never says no, and never says that's a dumb idea, and then you you'll never have a bad conversation. You'll never have a bad business meeting. Like, well, what if we did this? And what if it was like this? And well, what if this happened? Telling someone your story brings connection, and people want to know your story. 100%. People want to be able to relate to you. There needs to be a common ground. So if you're able to throw me some vulnerability, well, I'm going to give it back to you. And then we develop trust. Yeah. Well, I think it comes back to you know being of service you know, and being mindful of you know what you put into or, or like the energy you put into each day. Right. You know, I was going to say earlier, you know, I, I consider myself a health, you know, and wellness enthusiast. That's my job title. And my job isn't just the money I bring in. My job is, you know, how I show up each day, you know, and then how I network, how I, you know, Connect. talk to someone in the line. You know, that person could be my next business partner. So, like, it's just... It's just constantly, you know, being authentically you, but also caring about other people. But you, you need the confidence in order to talk to that person in line. For sure. You know, you need to have that that lightness to you that feels like you have something to say, and that you want to kind of poke them on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, I know yeah. we're six feet different di <laughs> distance, but I would probably still come poke on your shoulder and then walk away, six feet. And unfortunately, our recording cut out. So this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. This is again brought to you by MSW Nutrition. And fun fact, if you subscribe to any product on the website, you get 20% off for the life of the subscription. So check it out. It's auto ship, auto renew. So you don't even need to remember to reorder it. Um, you can follow each of our peeps. Uh, Brayden is underscore Bray Londo underscore on Instagram and Jenna is Jenna dot Vanderpool on Instagram. And I will include those 
in the links below. So check those guys out. Thank you all so much for watching and have an awesome week, Vitamizers.